Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let me just share with you an experience I had last night before I preach. I was sleeping and um, I don't know whether it was a vision or it was a dream. Um, but I knew that God was involved in this matter. It so happened to see that there was this married woman in the church. Now, interchangeably, the face will change. So I don't want to point out to a particular person. But I, 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 I got a message that God was bringing across. And this person was married and uh, was so desirous of wanting to have a baby and would conceive. But when it got to the nine months, could not deliver. And so the doctors would come after waiting for some time said, let's operate. And so they would take her to operate, to take the baby out. And when they go in, they won't find no baby. So she will come back. And then I heard a voice saying that this thing continued for two years. And so another time conceived, the same thing happened. Another time, same thing. So then it became of a matter of concern because they came and said, well, then the pastor must be informed and the pastor must pray. And all of a sudden, I had a very serious bedding to pray for this person. And in the course of praying for the person, I heard a voice say that, well, the issue is not because I haven't answered her prayer. I have answered her prayer, but two things are standing against her. Now, what I'm saying may be for pregnancy and may be for something else. You have to only understand spiritual things in a different way. Amen. And so, um, the voice said, well, the issue is, this person has two issues to deal with. First of all, she is very disobedient to my word. And it opens the door. And secondly... Sorry about that. Secondly, she's rebellious to her husband. And it brings the witchcraft into her to strip off the baby. Those were the two strong words that I heard from the Lord. And I found myself interceding and interceding until the whole thing was lifted up. And so, I just want to say... By the grace of God, when I have a godly kind of thing, I know. And I knew that this was something which was of God, so I decided to share with you. Let's try to make sure that we walk in obedience, and surely we will get what God wants us to have. Amen. What I'm going to preach really doesn't have much to do with this, but I had a strong edge that I, I should share this. Um, and I am very confident that as we go on, God, by His grace, will begin to reveal more to this aspect. Hallelujah. And so, Lord, we thank You for this morning. We are so grateful to You for our gathering, which is not to any man, but unto You. We thank You so much also that 
you are here to do us good and to lift us up, to be able to do what you want us to do. Therefore we pray, O God, that understanding heart will be given unto us, so that after hearing the word of God, we will become doers of it. We bless and honor you, Father, for hearing us in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to share with you, since we are in the mood of promoting fellowship and love, growing together and have understanding, I want to share with you something that I believe God placed on my heart in the course of the week to share with you. And that is stepping up the knowledge of Quinonia. Praise the Lord. Quinonia means fellowship. All right? Stepping it up. Now, I use the word stepping it up. The reason is because you can have knowledge about something, but knowledge is never good until you are stepping into it and walking in it. Praise the Lord. So it is very important that you step in these things that we are hearing. And you'll be surprised to know that we are failing in so many areas. But it's important we come back to some of these crucial things so that we can see the hand of the Lord fully operating upon our lives. Amen. Now, there can never be any genuine fellowship or quanonia when it is not springing forth from the Father and from the Son. Now, one of the things you would see people do very often is this. Do you know that it's very easy to fall into fellowship with someone or to become very nice to the person and be visiting and be concerned only when the person had done something for you? You are not my enemy at all. Isn't it true? And don't you know that that is very common? Once somebody can do something for you, it is so very easy to fall in love and to think that this person is the best of persons in the world. But you will see that the type of thing I'm talking about doesn't have such trace at all. When you love God and it is genuine, that's when you'll be able to operate in this quinonia. So we cannot put the love of God aside. We cannot do that. And I found out that genuine relationships that glorify God's, God springs forth only from a clear understanding of the relationship between the individual and Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So I'm going to share a few scriptures with you this morning. Not much. In First John chapter 1, where teacher gave us the, 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 the scripture we're standing on, from verse 5 to 10, we're going to pick a few things. And it's so very interesting. The Bible said, This is the message which we have heard from him. And declare to you that 
God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. Praise the Lord. If we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie. And do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, automatically we have fellowship with one another. Praise the Lord. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have no sin, we have not sinned, we make him a liar. And his word is not in us. Hallelujah. I want you to listen and don't sleep, only listen. Praise the Lord. The word of God is so powerful. In the verse 5, listen to this. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you. What does that mean? The source of real koinonia or fellowship is from Jesus. This is what we were told. Love one another. This is what we have been instructed upon. And it is not coming from any other source than himself. And this is the message that we have received from him and declare unto you. Praise ye the Lord. That's why I said from the beginning, genuine relationships, lasting to eternity, is from Jesus. You cannot love any man Genuinely, if it is not springing forth from Jesus and from the Father, it will never be possible. Naturally speaking, when people are good to you, especially when When they even <coughs> cough, you say, what did you say? True or false? When Jesus was speaking about this matter, he said, if we do good to those who can do good to us, we have failed. Hallelujah. But let's it so that the power of the word of God will break 
that stubbornness in the household of faith in Jesus' name. I want to emphasize that. Isn't it true to be very nice to people who are very nice to you? Isn't it true? It's not koinonia. So today, as we are listening to the sermon, the power of the sermon will heal us. This is the message that we have received from him and declare unto you that God is light. In him is no darkness at all. It's powerful. What is God trying to tell us? He's trying to tell us that this is where you can test your fellowship. If your fellowship is one day up, another day is down, then it's not from him. Because if he is light, let me say a bit about the light. Can any darkness ever resisted the light? When the light came, the darkness said, I am not going. Anytime a place is dark and the light came, automatically darkness vanished. That's why when it's the light and you enter your room, the first thing you do is to let the light come. You never fight darkness. I can't find any man who is fighting darkness. But as soon as the light is switched on, darkness says, I cannot stand the light. Let me go on my own accord. I'm leaving. So God is saying that He is light. And in Him there is no darkness. And if we live in Him, it should be very easy to flow with everybody. Irrespective of what they do to us. Praise the Lord. And this is the genuine fellowship the quinonia that God is bringing our way. And I have found out that if the saints of God will give in to the word of the Lord, it will be very easy to walk in this type of life. Because um, there are too many artificial ways of walking in our days. There are too many ways that we have employed which is not helping us at all. I see God is light. And that strong word said, in him is no darkness at all. Then it is very serious. So if we say we belong to him, then the light is ours as well. Praise the Lord. And I know very well that if everybody brought himself under this light of the word of God, there will be a confession this morning. In him is no darkness. It is so very sad that we are living in days and time that these kinds of beautiful things exposed to us by the scriptures are being hidden from the heart and the eyes of men. When the Bible says that in him is no darkness at all, we will now understand why God says that if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. Praise the Lord. In the verse 6, he says, 
If we say we fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. If we say, haven't you seen that it is very easy for everybody to say, who are you? I'm a Christian. Isn't it very easy to confess that? Amen. But when you say I'm a Christian, you are simply also saying that I have fellowship with God. That's where, that is the matter. Last week, I don't know how many of you were here in the first service, but as Vimpo preached a very wonderful sermon, who are you? And in the sermon, what I registered in my heart, any sermon that comes to you that is of the Spirit, you never forget them. What I registered in my heart was this. When he said, Apostle Paul, anytime he was writing to this church, he would mention, I, the servant of Jesus Christ and of God. Today, if you ever should ask anybody, are you a Christian? And when the person politely response, I am. The next thing is that I go to covenant or I go to Methodist. So, the thing is, we have identified with church more than having identified with Jesus Christ. And it's so common that people don't even see what is wrong with it. But I want you to know, fall into this poinonia. And your life will show who you are. Praise the Lord. It looks like most of the time, it is so very easy to confess some of these things. And one of my concerns of late, and I pray for the church of Jesus Christ and for us and for myself, is the fact that sometimes we can become so confident in ourselves about where we are heading towards and spiritually speaking we may be very far from it. Because this matter that God is raising is so crucial. If we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie. We lie. Do you know that we are living in days and times? Let me quickly check on something. In First John chapter 5, Verse 1 and 2. Let me show you something just to confirm what I'm, I'm saying to you. First John chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. Listen to what the scripture says. The Bible says, I'd like to read this in NLT, Nana. It's better that way. They will read it for me. Every one of you, please do me a favor. One, two. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, everyone who believes that Jesus Christ, who believes that Jesus is the Christ, has done what? And when you become a child of God, everyone who loves the Father loves His 
Is it really the kind of love we are practicing? Or you are not responding at all? The one that we are responding to is, yeah, I love those who can really take care of my needs. You see how far we are from what God has written. Oh, child of God, are you here? You see how far, gentlemen, you are sleeping. Don't let him sleep. You see how far we are from. If there should ever be any relationship, it should be amongst us because we are born of God. And we can easily translate or exercise the love and the life of God towards one another. We are the best people to do that. Praise ye the Lord. So the Bible says that everyone who believes that Jesus Christ has become, a, has become a child of God. And everyone who loves the Father loves, loves who? His children too. Do you know that we are living in days and time that is so very fantastic. People can be in the church and they will not talk to each other. Do you want me to take it further? Do you know that we are living in days and time when husband and wife cannot flow at all? And then, is everybody awake? And then, on top of it, husband can get up and say, Hola baba la baba la shata baba la baba, taba la baba la baba, tonguing. We are living in dangerous times. And will never see that what he's doing doesn't register. There's a friend of my Dutchman, John Winches. He used to be in Laboni. He lived here for a long time to such an extent that he was a Guinean. When I invited him for my wedding almost 30 years ago, and he came, he said that. After that, he said, Dennis, the padlock has been put. Can run away from that. Don't you know that wedding means put on the padlock? And I said, okay. Haven't forgotten that. But, do you know that any time you stood at the altar and you say, I do, and he says, I do, from that moment, the heavens have opened a new bank account for you. Somebody listening. And in that bank account, no more one signature. It is the Bible. It's in the book of Peter. Very clear. If you have a problem with your husband, you have a problem with your wife, and you pray, your prayer will go, and God will return it that we are missing one signature. Because we don't know the word of God, people can become so comfortable, comfortable, be bitter, and will not show love or kindness to one another. And yet, as for prayer, is so important that let me pray. You remember what God said? He said, if you come in to bring me even an offering, and on the way you remember that somebody has ought against you, 
Don't proceed with your offering. Leave it behind. Go back to the brother. Solve it. And then you come back and present your offering. Why would God do that? He is trying to establish that. Quinonia is very important. So I can see many people who have been praying genuinely in their opinion about issues. And yet the heavens, they are bankrupt in their heaven account because as far as God is concerned, he is not taking record. Brethren, let us be what the word of God says we ought to be. The aiming is not coming back. Hallelujah. Do you know that we can become very excited about things that are really trivial? But these issues, I don't know whether you have sat down to consider carefully if God is not hearing my prayer. I don't know whether you have considered that. But you know, most people don't even bother. As long as we got up and we rattled something, whether he has heard it or not, we have fulfilled our bit. May understanding come. And when that understanding comes, you pray more, you will get the answer. Fellowship of the brethren is so important. Fellowship with one another is so great. Now, as we go further in the main chapter, oh, thank you very much. You are bringing a lot. Thank you. Let's quickly switch on to First John and let's see where we in six or seven, um, six. First John chapter yes, um, no verse uh, five. We have finished with five, and then uh, we are going to six. I think we have. If we say we have fellowship with him and and walk in darkness, we lie. And, uh, and do not practice the truth. Now let's go to 7 quickly. There, say something the Bible says. Would you read this for me quickly? 1, 2. Now, the Bible that we just read together said that, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, I think God has permitted me to put this there quickly. Automatically. As a matter of course. You will find out that your fellowship with one another is wonderful. Isn't it? So the Bible says that, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. But my emphasis this morning, where I want you to see and pay attention carefully, is this. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from see this carefully here. And the blood, the word is and and so you see, let me tell you when you sin here, or let me put it this way, when you sin on my rights. And you remember you have sinned and you want to come and confess before the Lord. When you have an issue with another brother and you have neglected it, when you come to this confession, it will not be accepted. 
I hope I'm making myself clear. The efficacy or the effectiveness of the cleansing of the blood of Jesus takes place only when the fellowship with one another is blameless. So when he said, but if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. Praise the Lord. When we walk in the truth, it is flowing, no problem. And then he said, and the blood, and the blood. Two important words that we can lift up from the second part of it is, and and all. He says that, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from. So when the fellowship with one another, fellowship with the father, with the son, is intact and we are flowing, what happens automatically is that if there is any problem, the blood will take care of it. But we are living in days when many are not even conscious of this. We can be very, very, very switched off. That brother, I have cancelled him off. That sister is not in the list anymore. Just because of something trivial. And you can, you can be so strong and convince yourself that God understands it. Quinonia that God wants to bring our way as children of God in this place. With clear knowledge, we must step into it and put it into practice. Praise the Lord. I have found a lot of miracles working through these lines. You don't make much effort. You just pray and it. Majority of people are not getting some of the things they ought to get through. Because they don't have a full knowledge about how God operates. The blood of Jesus. You remember, I think in John, in, in, in Psalm 66, verse 18, the Bible says, If I had in, I hide in any iniquity in my heart, the Lord will never hear my prayer. You remember that? It is, yes, Psalm 66, verse 18. Okay. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear my prayer. So, let's take a small iniquity of you having something against a brother. Hello? A small iniquity, not a big one. Do you think that God would despise this word that he has put there and say, because you are beautiful, I will answer your prayer. But unfortunately, the highlights of these have become so low in our lives. That we are carrying a lot of things along and convincing ourselves. As long as I can speak in tongues, as long as I can pray for hours, I pray that whenever things are not very fine with you, between yourself and your wife, between you and one another, it is best not even to pray. Pastor, how can you preach like that? 
No, the truth is that you are wasting your time. But I know that when I tell you you are wasting your time, you will say you are not being fair to me. But, become spiritually so sensitive that you can easily sense it up that, nah, I cannot. And that should compel you to be able to ask for reconciliation. If prayer is so important to you, one of the things I found out is you will not want to waste time at all. Because you know that it will hinder me. But the Pentecostals, we are charismatic. We can pray irrespective of palavras we have had. And others can hey, he's a prayer warrior. Kabala, but shake it. He's only exciting him singing and dancing. I have found out that genuine relationship with everyone born of God has such a power in the blood to cleanse you or else God will not put it this way in the precious way. In the blood of his son cleanses you from all all unrighteousness. We despise these things and are very excited. You know, American preachers, they are wonderful. Somebody can have a problem with his wife and can come. No, in fact, they are here too. America hasn't done anything. And you know, you know the charismatic way of preaching. I've done that before. I'm very charismatic. You can, you, you know, you can preach out until somebody will be dazing and will fall. I remember we went to a church. I was preaching in the U.S. Not this trip, but we went to a church and I was preaching and there was hallelujah, hallelujah. From the audience, you know, that's because you don't say hallelujah. So I was praise the Lord and everything. As soon as we finished where we were going, a lady who was sitting in front said to my wife, I, This is your dress, I'm really converting it. And I, this dress is my size. So, with all the hallelujahs that you were saying, it was too dangerous. Only sizing. The African dress of my wife that she should immediately remove and give it to her. The issue I want to paint here is let's face it. If the Lord was looking down, and I knew He was, and the sister was saying, Praise the Lord! And Pastor was happy that somebody was responding. If it is, prayer is not going. I want you to be very conscious, brethren, that, listen, we are the light. We must walk in the light. We must not pretend. We must make sure that if things are not alright, we put it right. Because we are children of God. Praise the Lord. I know some things are not very easy to accept. Oh, but pastor, if this thing, this person, what he did, pa, 
go and check Cononia. While we were yet sinning, he died. If we can only do good to those who also can do good to us, it is no score. There are many scriptures that can back us up. And so may I say this, if today you were not nice to your husband, you have come to church. You were not nice to your wife, you have come to church. You are very far from the presence of the Lord. Thank you for saying amen. You see, you are the only one who said amen. Amen. Hallelujah. No, you see, we, we, we despise a lot of things. And sometimes when I sit down to study the word of God and I see the lifting up from the leafless by the spirit of the Lord, you know, it leads me to become very careful about things that we do. You see what God is saying? But if we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all unrighteousness. And it is very easy to despise that there is an issue with a brother that needs to be settled. Do you know that sometimes some people can carry it for 12 months? I can imagine for 12 months, heavens have not recorded one dot in your account. But, for Pastor Dennis, I have a very faithful church member who come for prayer meetings every time. And, oh, this sister, we thank God for hell. If nobody comes, she's there. She is there but doesn't make it full. Because the principles of the kingdom of God had been neglected. And the weightier issues of God had been thrown away. But the natural demonstration to prove that I can pray has been accepted by men. That is why not everything that men accept is also accepted by God. But what God accepts is based on His word. May we be very committed to the fellowship of one another and to do it in such a way that God can smile in heaven and say, this is what I want, that all men may see that you are one. Are you listening? I saw my teacher telling me, and the blood. And he said, don't neglect the blood. You know, sometimes when you're telling somebody, if you confess your sins, it's only just to forgive you and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. You have gone to commit something. And that time you are very down. And so, Lord, forgive me and everything. Meanwhile, there is somebody that you and I don't agree. Except that nobody else can read it from your heart. And it is better that somebody can face you. To say, what you are doing is not good. Brethren, love people who can tell you the truth in your face. You know, know, in this country, we don't like the truth to be told in our faces. True. And even when you say the truth, because we are specialized in talking. The whole country can come against you. And so because of that, many people are crippled. They can't tell the truth. And I always keep saying that when you meet the Asians, 
and you have meetings with them, they cannot express themselves. But give them the ground. By the time you come, they have turned everything upside down. And as much as they can do that, we, our mouth, is what we also use. Talking doesn't mean anything until practicality has come in. That's why he said, then we do not practice the truth. So, quinonia, may I say to us, is something that we have to brace it and work with it. A real child of God is proven by the way he fellowships with his wife and husband, by the way he fellowships with one another. That is when we will see whether the person is genuine or not. Amen. Are you coming along? I have a few minutes. So, are you coming along? So, this week we've been talking about fellowship. We've been talking about this. In fact, before I traveled, I knew Pastor Bimpo shot on it. We are all talking about fellowship, fellowship, fellowship. And I, I have seen that it's more than words. It is possibly good not to even mention anything, but just walk in it, practice it. So that you don't make God a lie. Hallelujah. And I said from the beginning that it springs forth from God. If you don't have that God kind of love. It's only a matter of time. I have seen it so many times that when you do good to people you are nice. If the supply is not coming constantly. You are not nice anymore. And that's what this country and everybody, and now unfortunately it has come to the body of Christ. May we be healed right now. And jump into the spirit of Quinonia. Praise the Lord. Are you with me this morning? Now it's now afternoon. Alright, let's go back to the scripture quickly. Verse 8. If we say that we have no sin... We deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. One day, any time I read this scripture, you know, because of, you know, our charismatism and we are so, so, and so, we are the righteousness of God, we are this and that. So, I have been struggling with it many years past. He said, ah, but you know, the blood of Jesus has cleansed us from all of these things. And now another portion of the scripture now tells you also that if you say you have no sin, you deceive yourself. So, where is this thing? Until God gave me the revelation. Praise the Lord. And you see, the revelation falls only under the relationship with one another. Hello? This kind of truth falls only under the relationship with one another. So God is saying that the biggest place that we have a challenge is with one another. If you will be able to handle the relationship with one another, making sure that you live in peace with all men, and there is nothing wrong with one another, you will have no problem. But let me tell you, you do everything. If we take census right now by the Spirit, you will see that the biggest issue that men are having is with one another. So that's where he said, if you say you have no sin, you deceive yourself. Sin, you know, sometimes, especially charismatics and Pentecostal. Do you know 
the people we declare them sinners in our churches. How many of you can mention one? Eh? Oh, you are not you are not there. Who are the people we declare as sinners? Eh? Fornicators, murderers, idolatry. When, when they, you know, when they unfortunately they killed our brother Muhammad, the young officer, everybody in Ghana condemned, what's the name again? The village. Dentra, Obuase. If they are not careful, they won't get anybody to marry them all. I even saw a WhatsApp on that. When a young man saw a beautiful lady standing by the roadside and was trying to rob the lady, I tell you, I'm going to marry you. And the lady was being difficult from the beginning. And then later on, the lady realized, I mean, too, I need a husband. And they said, by the way, where are you from? He said, then she said, he bent down, he took his shoes and started running. He said, oh, come back. He said, you say you're from Denshobo? I said, no, no. Everybody will condemn somebody like this. But you know, there are many people who haven't killed. But they haven't spoken to a Christian brother for 10 years. And for them, they have not sinned. May the revelation dawn on your heart. You see, so our Christianity, no, unless the Holy Ghost is with you, and you are so willing when he points things out to you to accept what he is saying. When I studied the scripture and I saw the premium that God puts on fellowship and how you ought to forgive one another, tender-hearted, kind to one another, then I saw. Do you know one of the things that made Jesus spend a lot of time kneeling down and praying before he went to heaven was the fellowship amongst brethren. John chapter 17 will tell you. It was his longest prayer for the church. And it was due to the fact that he knows that that's where the trouble is. That's why the Bible says if you say you have no sin, Brother, you can be very well. You'll be a good preacher. But if you are not very careful to handle the fellowship, the relationship with one another, you will be marked off. So I, I bring you to the point when I say, please pay attention to one another and mind one another. And when one another offends you, forgive one another. And let us be brethren, for the Lord is coming soon. Can you imagine? For me, it's one of my yardsticks and I will never change it. Can you imagine that Jesus has appeared? And everybody is rejoicing. Yesterday I visited a sister and it was so beautiful. She was watching a film left behind. And as we were watching together to have a little fellowship, I went with my wife, have a little fellowship. Why, why, why are they laughing? Because I mentioned it since I went with my wife. Your mind is not correct. 
been for you. See, they are in church. How where their mind is going? <laughs> Hallelujah! Thank God for bringing the light, Lord. And as we watching the film, so beautiful the film, but somehow I wanted to talk to this sister because of one or two things. Then I, Spirit of the Lord was very strong to me and I said to her, when we got into fact, it was good. The Holy Ghost did a wonderful job. Light went off in the midst of watching the thing. And I said, Lord, thank you because this thing was going on too much. And I said to her, which I won't tell you, but I said, when you watch some of these things, which is good, I wish I can have it on a pen drive, or if you have the CD, I would take it home, take it home and watch it. And I said, one of the things I have found out is that some of these beautiful things, when you are watching it, it is always very easy for you to picture the people who will be left behind. Minus yourself. And I said that the light came. And I said, do you know, when I watch these things, I don't want to picture nobody. I want to picture Dennis. Then I brought one that I watched about 10 years ago. There was a black preacher man who was firing. And when the rapture took place, he ran to his church. And I remember what he said. I stood right here. And I preach. I'm left behind. And I said that statement has ever lived with me. Because most times, most of the time, we spend time on pointing out what others do wrong. And forget about us. May I ask you to pay attention to your own life. Yours may be a little minor something that you may have against somebody. The Lord has blessed me with a lot of different experiences. One of the experiences that I encountered my own life, and I, it has, the second one has also come and I've done with that. My own mother was dying. My mother was a very good Christian. And my mother, as she was dying, she fell into a coma. And then I, I had all kinds of things. People were telling me sometimes... So my auntie said, do you know that uh, this coma, you, she can be in it for seven years? I said, no way. That somehow, the Spirit of the Lord stirred my heart. And then when I went there with my sister, I stood by her bed and I said, Lord, are we going to be coming here very often? If it is time for her to go, please take her home. But if it is, that you will raise her up for the testimony of your name, then please do it. A very simple prayer. As soon as I said that, then the Lord said, if I take her in this state, she will go to hell. She had bitterness in her heart and referred me to a scripture in First John. I said, Lord, on her behalf, I beg you, forgive. Once that sin was confessed, I drove to Accra. I told my sister, I said, by the time I get to Accra, Mommy will be gone. True to my word. The Lord forgave her. And she died. Then I knew that the word of God is true. But if she didn't have anybody to intercede for her. It would be like Lee Thomas. 
who Jesus took to hell and could hear a voice crying, wailing, and said, Lord, I know this voice. He said, yes, that's why I brought you here. Who is that? It's my grandmother. Oh, no, Lord, my grandmother was a very nice woman. Then she said, your grandmother was a nice woman. She was. And everybody appreciated her. But if she got you into her heart, she will not release you. And unfortunately, she is here because she had somebody in her heart. All the prayer meeting kaput. All the giving was over. Just a little bit. Child of God, I want you to begin to love the saints of God without anything. When they offend you, let it go. It doesn't worth it. When your husband offends you, forgive him. It doesn't worth it. When your wife offends you, forgive. Somebody called my wife and said, I'm very, very upset because my husband has done... And my wife was confused. For a moment. And then she said, Lord, what would you have me to say? And then all of a sudden she said, by the way, what will be the most important thing that you would like to see when Jesus comes? That he will take me away. And then this state will take you. It was at that time she took her. Okay, then I will let her go. If you have offended someone, may you release the person. If somebody has offended you, May you release the person. Have koinonia, a genuine fellowship. That will let you stand. I see the Lord is very particular about it. That's why he said, if you say you have no sin. See, the Spirit of God is wise. He knows it's the only place you remember. My spirit is being stirred about our You remember. It was only when Jesus was talking about when some offenses will come and this and that. It was only when Jesus was teaching his disciples. One of them put his hand on the and said, Lord, Lord <laughs> Master Faith. You remember it was only offense. It was at that point one of the disciples. Jesus said, if you cannot forgive, if you will not let it go. Then he said, then Lord, increase our faith. You remember that scripture? Can you put it wrong? Increase our faith so they can see it clearly. Picked it up. That need to say it precisely. Lord, increase our faith. It's under offenses. Eh? Luke 17. From verse 1. Ah. And he... And if he sins against you seven times in the day, and seven times a day he returns to you, say, I repent, you shall forgive him. And the apostle said to the Lord, what did he say? Why would he? He never said increase our faith to heal, increase our faith to deliver, increase our faith to bring more food. And to multiply. It was only when he talked about offenses. That the brethren saw that. Ha. This one there. It affects us all. Then Lord give us the kind of faith. Increasingly. That we will be able to forgive. So I. You see it hasn't been talked much about it. 
but it is that which is sending a lot to hell. So I plead as I come to a close. Please never hold anything against any brother. Especially people who believe with you. May the Lord bless you. Quinonia, that the Lord may help us to be there for one another. If the brother, the brother doesn't give you bread, doesn't give you towel, doesn't give you tea, that doesn't mean you cannot be his friend. Hallelujah. You, listen, just love him. Let him love you. Of course, if you see your brother in need, help them. But let us just be open to the Lord. Shall we stand for prayer? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Would you want to say something in two minutes, I beg you, to the Lord about what you have learned? Probably, in in the course of the Word of God coming to us, you could remember something. It is the best time to drop it in the basket of the Lord. Would you please just say, Lord, maybe you haven't turned to this side very much. Praise the Lord. Yes, you can say, Lord, you reminded me when the sermon was coming. This brother, this sister, I never liked ways. I am sorry, I drop it. Thank you, Lord. And can I beg you, those of us who are married, that up till today you are still having one or two issues with your wife or your husband. You don't respect him. She doesn't respect you. But you think that as for God, I like God, so let me come. Can we please? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, release the refreshing bar of Gideon into the hearts of your sons and daughters. Let the love of Jesus, which is shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, be stirred up. We repent of all areas that we have acted strangely. It's one another. Those that you have saved and bought with your blood. We plead with you, Lord. Especially in our new concept of having church in the home. Lord, may the love of God that is shared abroad in our hearts meet us in this matter. In the fellowship, in the Sunday schools, in the fellowship, fellowships, we plead, oh God, that there will be genuineness. Help us. Father, if somebody is so broken and he's struggling to say, Pastor, I have heard it, but this is tough for me, your power is able. Release such a one, Lord. Release such a one in the name of Jesus. I thank you. I bless you. Oh, you are good. Father, the fact is, we don't want any spot in our garments. Therefore, Lord, let there be a cleansing for us today in the knowledge of Koinonia. Thank you for hearing us in Jesus' name. Amen.